We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of 21 Questions, a subscribe-provided Q&A show that's proudly presented by McAdoodles, your one-stop shop for beer, wine, and spirits, now in Kansas City. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. And now, the latest episode of 21 Questions. It's 21 Questions presented by McAdoodles. They are at Lee Summit now. They are the premier liquor beer buying experience in the KC area. It is uh, an honor to be with the premier producer here at KC Sports Network, Jordan Foote. Hi, Jordan. Hey, buddy. It's been a while since we've hopped on a a show, man, because you guys were down in Vegas and Tuck was Mm -hmm. holding it down for everybody. And now, you know, back on 21 questions. So I bet it it feels good to be back, right? I'm trying to think the last time we did 21 questions together. I don't know if we have ever been one of the combinations. We might have been one of them. I know the first one, my very first week, it was me and Tuck and me and Maddie have done one because that was Maddie's only host. And I've done one with Joel. So it must have been you, because I know I've done one with either you or Craig at some point, right? I don't know. I feel like I've done. I mean, you know, it's just this feels like we're pre-show right now, honestly. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. is, this isn't abnormal for, like, a lab night. But uh, anyways, 21 questions. We answer the questions from uh, the KCSN Discord. You get access to the KCSN Discord when you are a, supri- a scrub- subscriber to KCSN Substack. It's $30 a year. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great deal and you get, uh, to be part of this really cool community that we have over the discord as part of all that. And you get a bunch of premium content, content, film reviews, all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, I think there's a link to subscribe in the uh, description of this show. So check that out. So let's get into these questions. Hobo Joe 93 with a huge emotional win over the Bengals. Is there any worry about an emotional letdown in the Super Bowl? I think it's possible, but like. It's always a possibility, but with that said, if there's any team, I think given how last season ended and given the coaching they have in place, given the quarterback they have in place, like the odds of it happening for the Chiefs, and we always say, oh, they're coming off a big emotional one like the Jaguars when they came back on L.A., hadn't been there before. The Chiefs have been there before. They know what to expect. Um, I don't think it was quite as – they obviously it was emotional for them, but – they didn't have a goal just to beat the Bengals. Like they have a bigger goal to win the Super Bowl. So I think all, all things considered, 
yeah, it's possible, but I don't think it's a big deal. Every conference championship game is an emotional roller coaster, even a 31 7 blowout. There's still excitement and emotions you got to deal with. And yeah, like this team's going to be better positioned than the Eagles to to play in this game. They're used to this. They know what to expect. I don't I don't think it's a high likelihood that you're going to see an emotional letdown. And like like look, the the, the 13 seconds game last year in the in the divisional round, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think the Chiefs ran out of gas in the second half. I think they just didn't play well. I think yep. they got I think I think Lou Anarumo just got them cuz if you remember correctly, that team came out hot in the first half. They're up 21 to 3. And things just kind of spiraled from there with some really uncharacteristic stuff. I don't think it's because they they lacked no. energy. It's just because they just didn't focus and make make some plays that they should have. So, Gooby thirty five. The only time this Eagle team Eagles team played good quarterbacks, in my opinion, was against Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. Arguably, not even a good quarterback. He says, uh, who hung thirty three and forty respectively on them. Do you think those point totals are a reasonable possibility for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? I do. I genuinely, I think mm-hmm. this team can. I think this team can put some points on the board. I'm not trying to discredit the Eagles. The Eagles are a very good football team. They have some very um, talented pieces to that group. Good front, good pass rush. Hassan Reddick's a monster. Um, but I think the Chiefs are going to be able to put up points. Like I, I, I think they're going to be able to light light the scoreboard up a little bit. Um, I think this game, like I haven't looked at like the overs and all that stuff yet, but I, I could very easily foresee the over hitting in this game. Yeah, I think so too. And my early inkling on, you know, Thursdays we're chopping it up here is like 30 points for the chiefs would be my expectation. I mean, that's, that's still a pretty decent bar for a super bowl to clear. I don't know what the average scoring output in a super bowl is, but um, the chiefs could put up yeah. some points, man. And Mahomes is going to be, probably even more Mahomes than he was in the AFC championship when he looked really good like objectively you wouldn't really be able to tell sometimes that he was battling a really gnarly injury <laughs> like a high yeah. ankle people still don't understand that um, they're going to be able to put up points if they have guys healthy they have guys effective they're going to score points like the Eagles defense don't get me wrong is really good but the Chiefs offense is also you know the best in the league so they're going to be able to score uh, I saw something with like EPA uh per play or EPA per possession or something like that. The Chiefs are first, the Eagles are second, but the difference between the Chiefs and the Eagles is the same as the difference between the Eagles and like the 17th best yep. team. Yeah. Like that's absurd. That's absolutely absurd. Uh Carinder asks, what's your preference, white on white or white on red? I my preference is red on red. I just think it's the best uniform combo. And I think I said it in the Discord when um, someone teased, or I think Bobby Stroop might have tweeted out like it's white jerseys or whatever it was for the Super Bowl. Everyone said, "Oh, white on white, white on white." Like those are clean. Don't get me wrong, but I would rank red on red above both. So out of the question, though, I think it's got to be white on white. Like that is a pretty clean look, even if I do think it's a tad bit boring. I know that's uh, a minority opinion for sure. I think I'm white on red. Really? I think I'm a white okay. on red guy. I think I'm a white on red guy. I, I'm okay with the if they're gonna wear the red pants, I'm okay with it. I think it's a I think it's a nice, easy, clean look. First first time Patrick Mahomes will wear white uh in a playoff game. That's just to think about. It's absolutely because he's played some playoff games. Like he's no longer 20, 24, 25, and he has, you know, been the, the worst he's had is to get to the AFC championship. You'd think he'd be wearing that at some point, but the worst he's done is host the AFC championship. Yeah. 
in five years that's that's ridiculous five years my kid was like a year and a half the first time that happened uh s wallaby 13 if you had to choose only one player to get back from injury for the super bowl who would it be Kadarius tony juju smith schuster or legerious sneed what do you think jordan i and you talked about it on the lab Juju's important, like don't get me wrong, and he could be more consistent, like more reliable. But his target share and his reception, like his volume, has gone down since Christmas, since like the last month, month and a half. Tony, man, if you can get him in that game, and Lucas needs very important. Don't get me wrong, but the secondary playing well without him against Cincy for the most part makes me feel a little bit better about it. Tony, man, if you're missing Hardman, which we're expecting right as of right now and you're missing Tony, that's that's going to be an uphill battle to score in the red zone, you know, expand vertically down the field, threaten vertically down the field, pending an MVS just career game again or whatever. Um, I think it's got to be Tony because if he's on the field, dynamic is all hell. He, he makes a big difference when he's out there. I think, oh, man, this is tough. I think it's luxurious need for me still. That's not bad. Just because, like, this is a very dynamic offense. Um, I think you need your dy- dynamic players to be able to play in it. And, like, I, this is not to discredit what this secondary has been able to do because, like, they've done an outstanding job and you've got two big corners on the outside. And, um, you know, you got Chet McDuffie that's able to operate within the slot and all that stuff. But, man, I just think, you know, Sneeze a unique player. You're going to need to do some different things and mix some things up. And I think he's the guy that helps you do that the best um, just to try to think, to throw some things off. And, look, the Chiefs can roll out Justin Watson. You know, it doesn't have to be Marcus Kemp. Uh, and not, again, I'm not trying to dunk on Marcus Kemp. It's just Marcus Kemp's <laughs> not an offensive player. Like, let's just be real. Like, that's not why he's here. That's not why he was supposed to be here. He got in a couple times because he knew the offense. He played like 33% of the snaps. Justin Watson will be back. Um, you know, so you can go sneak. You can go uh, Justin Watson, MVS, and uh, Sky Moore. You know, to go yeah. with your, you know, and then you can do some two tight end stuff, some three tight end stuff. Like you'll be just fine. So, I, I just man, Snead's such a dynamic, stable piece of that defense. I think you got to roll with him. Yeah. K Gumminger asks the best non-football story from the Vegas trip. Have you heard about Tucker and the hands- handshakes yet, Jordan? Uh, where he got okay. He uh, it, yes okay yes. Don't don't ruin it yet. But okay, so Tucker is. I I love traveling with Tucker. I love being somewhere with Tucker for six days. It is so much fun. Uh, he's my roommate. He was my roommate at the Shrine Bowl. Um, anyway, so Tucker was, instead of shaking hands with people he knew, he was pulling a pass rush move on him when they went to stick their hands out. So, like, he was, like, you know, club ripping, club swimming, like, random people that he was shaking hands with. Somebody, a media member uh, that you may or may not know uh, offered him a thousand dollars to do it to bill Belichick. If he saw him and if he got on video, he's going to give him a thousand dollars. That's not the story. It sounds like I was like building up to that. That would have been incredible, but you know, Tucker's been doing it all week and we have uh, Michaela Bennett. She hosts best of everything here at Casey sports network. She's doing all the social media stuff for us, doing an absolutely great job. Um, she tells me like day one when we're like doing all the videos, she's like, I'm going to get Tucker before the weekend's over. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull a pastor's move on Tucker. And so we're, it's the last night. We're all kind of saying our goodbyes. We're all kind of gearing up to get out of there the next day. And 
we get Tucker somehow like randomly, like we're all giving out the hugs and stuff. And BJ gets Tucker to stand up and Michaela, Michaela's like flat out. Just like be just, let's try to figure out how to get him to stand up really quick. Just trust me. Okay, cool. Very last thing, like the mic drop of the, of the, of the week, Michaela goes to shake Tucker's hand, gives him a club swim in the middle of the Luxor. Lost it. In Lost heels, it. right? In heels. Like, like she just abs she got him. It yeah. was the it was and Tucker just stood there with his hand <laughs> out, just like stunned. Because he's been doing this all week. And he just got absolutely bought by Michaela. It was it was hilarious. That one was really fun. Um doing the 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 I mean, I guess like the football story, like I guess, you know, like the shows were incredible. Going to the Blue Wire mm-hmm. studio, it's it's kind of football adjacent. So like that was kind of fun. Um, I mean, we had a great week. There's just so much, like you do so much there. Like, I mean, we were literally interviewing prospects. Like we, we got like 40 interviews done, like just an insane amount of interviews. And you saw all the podcasts we were doing all out there. I'm sure you had to edit some of them, Jordan, but Couple. yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite story. And it's just like, a, it just Tucker getting eviscerated at the end was so funny. Um, Zach Eisen asks best shrine personality or interview. Um, there's two that stand out. Uh, Chase Bryce, the quarterback out of Appalachian State, I'm pretty sure he might have a job at KCSN like tomorrow. Like if things don't work <laughs> out, like we were just we were just hanging out with him and talking, and he's like, I want to. He, he's kind of he's like this southern kind of country guy. He's got the little twang to him. Um, he's like he's like your prototypical backup quarterback vibe, which like I love because like that was me. Um, yeah. He's just kind of got that, like, you know, he's like, basically, he's like, hey, you know, if Patrick, if, if the Chiefs want me to go hold a chart for him and, and do some charting for him, I'd be happy to be the QB3 out there. Like, mm-hmm. he knows, like, what he is and what he isn't. Like, he knows he's probably just going to be a backup somewhere. But, like, you know, he's just, he's just, he's just kind of a whole vibe. Um, he's like, I, he's talking about how he wants a podcast. And PJ said, like, hey, if you wind up at the Chiefs, like, you're, you've got a, you've got a pod, like, locked up. It's yours. Um, him, Leonard Taylor was really funny too. I'm pretty sure like he was just like messing with me and Maddie, but like <laughs> he got, he got there. He's like, man, I'm, <laughs> I just got back from a nap. <laughs> Only ask me one question at a time, please. Like, <laughs> like what were you going to ask you more That's than funny. one? <laughs> he was, he was a whole vibe too. Leonard Taylor tied out of Cincinnati. Uh, we interviewed him. He was one of my favorite interviews of the entire weekend. Um, Tojo one forty four. Uh, a likely available player at 31 who can truly add something special to the offense and is still a reasonable value. Do you have one yet, Jordan? I want yours first. Okay. Um, a, a, a player at 31, like that's a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think offensive line is a place you could look. Yeah. So like maybe like a like a Jalen Duncan out of out of out of Maryland. Although I think he's had a very very strong senior bowl. Um, I'm like so like bring him up. That's a guy you could look at. I'll throw Zay Flowers' name out there. Like, I, yep. he's a, if if he's a unique talent, we got a chance to watch him at the East West Shrine Bowl. Um, and we, you know, we got a game. And he just looks different than everybody else on the field. Like, mm-hmm. there's just something about his movement skills. Um, a little bit bigger than you would have anticipated. Kind of, you know, like he looks a little bit d- bigger, denser than you would anticipate, but still moved really smoothly. Explosive. Um, so like that's a dynamic guy. Surprisingly good ball winner. Uh, for being five nine, five, you know, like I think I think he actually did a pretty good job with the ball in the air. So, uh, those are two guys. Who? What do you What do you got, Jordan? 
I was going to bring up Zay. Like, that's my automatic, like, for anything, because I have an early draft crush. Or I guess at this point, it's, you know, February. It's not even necessarily early um, on him. He He's a very dynamic player. I like him. I want your opinion. And I thought Zay, you know, people still are resisting him being, like, a first-round talent. So that's where it comes in as he's going to be available. Where do you land on Josh Downs in terms of, like, if you had to tier him in this year's group, where would you put him? Oh, I um, I don't think I'd tier. I don't think I'd tier him with Zay. Maybe like okay. a tier up. Like I think he's probably a second round guy when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a fun player though. Uh, yeah. and I mean, I haven't done. I haven't put a secondary grade on him or anything yet. I'm not the. I'm not doing the secondary grades on him. But I mean, from what I've seen from him, second day, day two, day two lock for sure. And yeah. good value somewhere in the second round. He's going to make a team happy. Wouldn't mind if he was I'm a with that. Wouldn't hit, yeah. wouldn't hit it at all. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Um, Lee87. What kind of charity fundraiser from KCSN would it take for Kent to shave off his hair? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I it's not that it's not as it's not as like expensive as you'd think. And I don't I'll, I'll figure out a number. I'd, it's probably not it's not going to cost you too much if you raised a grand or something. I'd probably do it. You know, like I'm not like I'm not going too crazy or anything like that. I don't know if my wife wants me to do that, but I mean, I, I just, I'd be looking like, I just wear a hat like all the time. Exactly. I don't know, dude. Uh, how much would it cost for you to shave your head? I was going to say like, anytime someone brings up the like, how much would it take for you to do X like activity? I'm like, I do a lot of stuff for like, not a ton of money. Like it, it people want to say, oh, I'd take, you know, $10,000 for me to do that. I'm like, if someone brought 5,000 out or 1,000 out in cash and was like, go do this. 
a lot of people would do it. I'm kind of one of those. Like, I think, especially for charity, if it was a thousand, I think I'd do it too. Cause like, it's going to come back. It's for a good cause. It would be funny as hell, like on, on multiple levels. So I think, yeah, I think a thousand bucks is probably a good number. Yeah, it, it wouldn't. I don't think it'd take too much. Uh, Derek asks, should we expect to see more Leo Chanel in the Super Bowl to hunt down Jalen Hurts? I'd be a little like, it's, I mean, I, if, if it's in base, like, I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to see him play outside of base. Like, I don't think there's going to be a ton of specific packages where you see Leo Chanel on the field trying to chase um, Jalen Hurts. Like, it's if they're in base, yeah, sure. But I don't think he's going to get on the field much. Like, I think the thing is, it's like Leo Chanel, great athlete, very, like, very good athlete, um, dense, physical. There's a reason that he's, you know, he's kind of limited to your, to your base downs. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I just think, you know, what you need is gap discipline, assignment yeah. sound, you know, assignment discipline when you're playing Jalen hurts in that offense more than you need big, strong, you know, disruptive blitzer run blitzer kind of guy, you know? So I, I just, I don't know if Leo Chanel is going to have like a bigger role per se. I don't understand the logic because he's a very, very good athlete, but especially if Willie Gay's yeah. back, I'd be kind of surprised. Yeah. You, you look at his snap counts and I think a lot of it obviously is matchup dependent, like against the Bengals, he wasn't going to play much anyway, just because of the offense they run. It was 27, 21, 22 and 23 to close out the regular season. Then he has had 11 and five in consecutive games. And I think part of that could have been, you know, the Chiefs knowing that he wasn't, he's kind of not ready for a big workload. I don't think he's done some good things throughout the year, but there's still a lot we don't know about him. Also, you can only have so many guys out there that do what he does when you're not in base. And he's just not one of those guys right now. So in the future, you know, the workload's probably going to go up because they did draft him. He was a third round pick, right? He was a day two guy because of the yeah. athletic profile. Everyone made yeah. it a big deal. So in the future, yeah, but that future is probably not going to be the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah, he's a good he's a good football player. Like his future is very very bright. There's a lot yeah. of players that their future is very bright. Uh, speaking of that, Arizona bound Mike. Now that we are nearly through the first season, who is the best value draft pick for the Chiefs from 2022? You go first, Jordan. Mm. That's tough because they had a really good draft. Like if this was 2018 or something, we could, you know, pick out a guy pretty easily or even 2019. Um, ironically, Isaiah Pacheco has got to be in the conversation. And I know that people running backs don't matter, whatever, but like he's a an effing seventh round pick. Like that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's got to be Jalen Watson, right? Considering the seventh round draft slot. And that is kind mm-hmm. of the trump card over Josh Williams and, I know they alternated throughout the year, kind of like Watson came on strong early, then it was Williams, then it was Watson to close out the year. And you could tell when Spags was like fine tuning those uh, rotations and what he wanted for the playoffs, it was going to be Jalen Watson. Um, So I think it's got to be him just because of the draft slot, because he's played well and because I I think I believe in him right now more than Josh Williams. And that's, you know, not an indictment on Williams at all. Uh, I'll, I think they got multiple value draft picks and weirdly enough i think trent mcduffie's a value pick where they got him i think Mm -hmm. that's a blue chip i think that might be that might be a blue chipper like i think that's that's his ceiling he ends up being a blue chipper for this football team even though like i know that he's traded up and you know all that stuff i think that's a blue chip i think george karloftis is great value at the back end of the first round too i think um like sky like i don't think you can call him value yet 
but I think he's a very good football player. Um, I don't think you can call Brian Cook value yet. I don't think you can call Leo Shaw value. You, you can you can call Joshua Williams value. You can call Jalen Watson value. You can call Isaiah Pacheco value. They 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 killed it. Like I think I don't think people realize like what Joshua Williams is doing as a fourth round pick is pretty good value. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Chiefs just blew some stuff out of the water here. Like they absolutely blew it out of the water with like two seventh round picks. But like I'm even like the guys that don't get a ton of attention. Like we talked about Leo Chanel as a special teamer already in a base down mm-hmm. Sam. As Johnson's a good special teamer. Like yeah. really everyone outside of like, I, and I'm not dunking on Darian Kennard because like offensive line is kind of a tricky one, but like, I don't know, man, everybody outside of Darian Kennard kind of, they, they've really, they've, they've kind of nailed it. So I think that's, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Joel Penfield, better redemption arc at the end of the game. Sky on the putt return or Bucker with the game winner. What you think, Jordan? I think it's Sky. He's a younger player. People expected Butker to kind of eventually figure it out. No one really expected or at least really thought Sky would do this in a playoff game in the AFC Championship considering the circumstances like, and Reed talked about it on Thursday, him battling through like that legitimate fear of returning punts. Like at a certain point, he just straight up did not do it. Yeah. yeah. And, and fighting through that and coming out, you know, on the other side better because of it. And who knows, like if he's going to stick there long-term or if they really, really want him to keep doing it. But I think it's got to be sky. And that's, that's not a, a slight to Butker or anything. It's it, like, I think you're right. Cause, and that was also like, Hey, look, we put you in that situation all year. You're our third option. We need you to step up and do it. Like mm-hmm. that's a really cool story. It's everything for Butker too, though. It's like the operation. Like it's yeah. snap, hold, kick. It's mostly hold and kick. Like that. That it looked great. Like I was. I'm. You know. I'm sitting there watching. Like they're using. They're using. They're digging a little marker in the natural yeah. grass. Like they're kind of you know using a finger marker, and you know it looked like it looked like Tommy hit it perfectly, and it's kind of like it was kind of a weird kick. Like he hit it pretty high up, which was uh, kind of. Kind of it weird. was odd. It yeah. was it was kind of uh it was kind of an odd one. Uh but I think both of those arcs are great. I think those are both those both 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 great redemption stories. I was happy to like I think Sky is gonna be way better than people think. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And so I think that's like a confidence building moment for him. That's a reminder that he's got talent and ability that can play at this level. So I think that's pretty cool uh hobo joe 93 what is the most little brother move an afc west team has done in the last two years oh um yikes do you have one little brother move in terms of like reeks of desperation i think think that's probably for russ right i think think it's going for russ and then they they doubled down and got sean payton this and he's gonna make them better like don't get me wrong i think they're gonna be a better team but Going what they go four and thirteen or like five and twelve. Five and twelve. Like, like congrats that. on maybe eight and nine. Like I think they're not if they do somehow make the playoffs, no one's gonna pick them to win legitimate playoff games. So like congrats on that. Um congrats on getting your uh, non MVP vote getting quarterback. Like it, it just reeked of desperation. Then they paid him, then now they're they're doubling, tripling down. I think it's Russ. I think that's probably right. I mean Every like as much money as the AFC West spent too was just like that reeked of desperation. None of it worked. Like none of it worked. Like 
It's it's been a very delicious couple of years here, especially this year. Like if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year in the rebuilding year, God, what do you what do you do if you're not only the AFC West, the AFC? Like you know how pissed you'd have to be after like this, especially like Buffalo did not even getting to the AFC Championship game in a year where they <sighs> legitimately had all the love preseason. Like that's, that's Buffalo rough. boy. I don't know what to do with Buffalo now because they've spent a bunch of capital draft yeah. and cash on the pass rush that's not very good yep their quarterback's getting expensive miller blew out his knee and like I, that's going to factor in on the pass rush like that's he's my age well speaking yeah. of speaking of that casey from casey what chief where's the number of your age at kcsn um i will tell you that there's not a chief that wears my age i will tell you that it's somewhere between nick bolton and jalen watson (laughs) (laughs) um and despite maddie uh maddie they don't wear maddie doesn't they don't have maddie's number either actually let me check the practice squad exactly i was like let me because they have a couple duplicates too but they're mostly like single digits i think uh maddie is somewhere between dicaprio boodle and nick bolton and oh, DiCaprio Boodle wears number 30. Just so you know. Don't let gotcha. don't ever let Maddie tell you he's under the age of 30. Don't I ever still let thought him... he was under it. Yeah. Well, he's the worst. Um, hold on. Jordan, what is your are you a Clyde? Are you I'm, subclyde? Uh, I'm Sky Moore. I'm subclyde. Oh. I'm I just turned Sky Moore on the 20th of last month. So I joined oh. the club. Who who would have been 23? Is Joshua it Josh Williams? Williams? Okay. Tucker's Sky Moore as well. Is I he? Believe. No, I think he's a year older than me. Is he already? It might what? be one of those things though, where like later this year he'll bump up to be your I don't, one of those type deals. I don't think he's 25 yet. Okay. Maybe he is. I can't remember now. He's either I because we always make Same fun thing. of him like what he was doing in 97, 98, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But because that was one of the years he's born. If you want to feel old there, born. I think he was born 97 and I was born beginning of 99, but it could be he was born. Ni- I, I don't know. He's, he's young. Uh, yeah. Craig is Colin Saunders moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, create your best Super Bowl party food spread. Oh, I got, mm, I'll tell you what I'm making. Okay. Uh, you, you can, if you, unless you, if you want time, No, I want to hear it. Well, okay. So I, I am making pulled pork. Uh, I am so I got a smoker a couple years ago. I'm obsessed with it, and I finally upgraded. Like there was an insane Amazon deal, Black Friday deal, so I got a really nice bigger Traeger, and I've been smoking meats like crazy. Um, I got really I I'm doing a lot of briskets. Um, I'm not doing a brisket for the Super Bowl because I got a pork butt ready to roll. Um, so I'm doing pulled pork. Uh, we'll probably do like Hawaiian roll sliders with that and get some bacon mm-hmm. crisped up. So we kind of make our own mini rocket pigs with some like we'll air fry some jalapenos too. So like we kind of make mini rocket pigs at the house. Um, mac and cheese, um, queso chips. Uh, that's that's probably you know like you know we'll get some cookies. Some uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a little uh, puppy chow. If I'm being honest, yeah, you know, there you go, some, you know, so something like that. That's probably what I'd get. 
I like it. You hit on two of the things, uh, mac and cheese and queso. I've got to have both of those. Mm. Um, I've got to have like a, a buffalo chicken dip I was just somewhere saying, I in there. Like wings too. Yeah, some wings. I, I'm a big, really anywhere, burgers and brats or burgers and hot dogs. And I know that's more of like a cookout type thing. But like if I made that and instead of obviously brisket, pulled pork, something like that, I would absolutely mm. love. I think it'd be fantastic. Now I want Chef J barbecue. Um, not not sponsored, but what are know, we going? Uh, we will go. That should have been a question. I should have asked in twenty one questions. When the hell are we going to Chef J? Mm, we got to figure that out. We got to like maybe yeah, we, we can do. do that next week. I know, like yeah. we got we got to try to get Briscoe out there too. Like I just hit you know it's it's kind of weird. He has this job that requires him to like not be available from ten to two every day. Like Imagine. a loser. Yeah, what a dork. And anyway, we'll get out. We'll just go out. We'll go without him though, because we got to hit that place up, man. I, I almost. Buddy, I was about like I know people aren't uh, able to see on listening, but I was about that close to going on Thursday, and I was like, I can't go without Kent for my first time going. That, that'd be so it. messed up. Oh, it's so good, man! It's so yeah. good. Every I time gotta, I see a tweet, I'm like, Buddy, I gotta take you to Harp too. Harp's mm-hmm. really good too. Harp used to be at Crane Brewing, and it was open one day a week, and you have to get there super early. Uh, Kevin Flaherty told me all like he's showing me the path like he's like the barbecue savant here nice. um, but yeah he's taking me to both those places and they're both ridiculous and I'm obsessed with them I am I I am the biggest J- chef J fan out there right now though like Heck it's, yeah. it's absurd like I everything about it I can't wait to take y'all there you're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City KC Sports Network we'll be back right after this when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. Uh, BA Cyclone has Marquez Valdez Scantling elevated himself to the wide receiver version of Frank Clark. You can't cut him because playoffs. Yes. I think you, I think, you know, I think you've absolutely put him, like he's put himself in a position where I don't think they cut him. Um, that might boost his confidence and Mahomes' confidence in him. Um, I just and like it's not like he was he wasn't dead weight. It's just no. you know it, it, by any stretch of the word, it's just like if you're looking at retooling the roster. Now I think I think MVS is here to here to stay, and I think he's absolutely earned it. Yeah, I do too. And he's he's been healthy for the most part. He's been relatively dependable outside of you know he has a very small bit of Demarcus Robinson 
in him and not that he's like directionally challenged, but <laughs> like he he has some weird drops and then he'll make the crazy catches there. Like he shouldn't he shouldn't it's make like, that. Like that's a weird. wild cardy. Yeah. Exactly. He's a little wild cardy. And I think for the price tag, it's not absolutely like detrimental. It's what three for thirty. And like it's structured where if they needed to get out of it, they could. I don't think they do get out of it. I think that playoff game, it, it's hard to buy or put like all your stock in one player in one game. But like considering the moment and what they needed and what they were going through, it's got to be a yes. Like there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, Ross Sawyer, if the Bengals were an instrument that the Chiefs played, what would you compare them to? Oh. Mm. Beat them like a drum. Uh, there I, it is. <laughs> so you said, you said it was a potentially fake close game. I'm trying to think of like... I don't know my instruments too well, and I played like the violin and the trombone, but it's got to be a drum. <laughs> like a drum. I think you just wanted yeah. to hear us say that like Craig and Maddie do. Uh, Casey from Casey. Does the fact that the Eagles playoff opponents were far softer than the Chiefs and the Chiefs face two quarterbacks far superior uh, to the QBs faced by the Eagles encourage you and why? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to say the Eagles stink. The Eagles are very, 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 very good football team. They haven't seen Mahomes yet or anybody close to him. And they're in for a rude awakening, I think. Uh, not that I'm just I, I think the Chiefs are gonna stomp all over him. I just think the I think that the Chiefs will be able to put up a lot of points. Yeah, they haven't played a ton of good quarterbacks. They haven't played just a ton of good teams. Like that schedule wasn't conducive to being battle tested for a Super Bowl run. The Chiefs, while the schedule like in in retrospect wasn't a crazy, crazy, crazy schedule. It was still tough. <laughs> they had all, all the stuff they endured, the adversity throughout the year. They haven't seen anything like the Chiefs. They haven't seen anything like Mahomes all year. That gives the Chiefs an advantage. The Chiefs have also been there before. The Eagles haven't really, aside from, you know, Jason Kelsey and old timers. But um, I think it, it's got to be, yeah, like it's, they haven't seen it and it might take them by storm. Like I know we talked pre-show about possibilities and the outcome of the game. The Chiefs are just in a, we'll say they're in a decent spot, all things considered, I think. Sign Juju now. Was A.J. Brown annihilating the Chiefs last time they faced off more an issue of scheme or personnel? How do you think the new personnel change is stopping them? Look, these these young corners have been largely, I know like, you know, there's a couple moments there. uh, Jamar got one. Uh, Mm -hmm. T. Higgins got one out on the edge. But um, I mean, We'll see. The Chiefs want to stick in too high. We'll see if they're able to do that against the Eagles' run game. Um, but the too high can kind of help protect them a little bit there. Um, it can kind of help, um, you know, protect you against uh, against a guy like AJ Brown. But these corners, like, give these corners some credit too, because I think the personnel is better than what you saw last year. Um, Char various word. We know he couldn't turn to locate the football, and you know whoever lined up next to him Rashad Fenton was playing for a large like the Chiefs traded Rashad Fenton because he wasn't good enough like all these young corners were out here balling out and I don't know I I think it's personnel I think they'll be I think they'll be scheme uh, I think they'll scheme some things up to try to help and protect them there too yeah I and this isn't an AJ Brown comment it's more of a Chiefs defense comment but the last time they played there's a clip out there of Anthony Hitchens when the play clock is winding down, being so preoccupied with what Juan Thornhill is doing and where he's lined up that they're screaming at each other. And then a running back literally just drips out to the flat wide ass open. And that was like a relatively common thing at that point in the season. Like the communication lapses, ironically, and we talked about it heading into the year. You have Tyron Matthew leaving. 
you have you know Dan Sorensen leaving, you have Charvarius Ward leaving. <laughs> One of those isn't necessarily like the other, but you get the point. They ironically this year, maybe it's because there haven't been as many dramatic like arms thrown up in the air afterwards, but it seems like the they've limited explosives relatively well and they've communicated better, which is extremely ironic. So I, I think they're going to be better scheme-wise, confidence-wise. They're, they're going to be ready for it. Anthony Hitchens didn't have a job this year, by the way. God, he didn't. Not even I know on a practice squad or anything. And at this point, you know, I don't know if I'd want to do that anyway, but still. Yeah, it's wow. pretty crazy. DSM Derek, how many times will we hear Kent say either best player in the world or Patrick LeVon Mahomes leading up to the Super Bowl? The line is set at 100 and a half. Well, I just said it twice, and I think I'll probably talk about the best player in the world, Patrick LeVon Mahomes. There's two more. Uh, several times. Challenge accepted, best player in the world, Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Just DRK. I may have missed this, but is anyone from KCSN going to be at the Super Bowl? I don't think we're going to have any representation at the Super Bowl. I actually think uh, we're all going to be home, too. Uh, last mm-hmm. I heard, I think we're all going to be home, which is pretty cool. I'm really excited to get to smoke a pork butt and have a uh, you know, uh, some time with my family. Honestly, I'll be here in this cloth fist as soon as the game's over for sure. Uh, but I don't think we're gonna have any representation at the senior bowl or super bowl. And yeah, I, I think it's going to be kind of fun to, to, to be remote and, uh, get to kind of, you know, enjoy it with our families. I think I'm, I'm really excited about that. Honestly. Yeah. Remote stuff, honestly, is not that bad. Like there's value in not having to do the travel not having to do like the, uh, the the song and dance of all that like it is a privilege to be able to do that but like sometimes being able to just sit back and watch and be in the comfort of your home with people like there's definitely value in that for sure i had so so much fun doing the um asc championship game in vegas like absolute blast absolute blast um even though i was stressed out you know I think it's a little different for the Super Bowl, just for me personally. Mm-hmm. I think it'd yeah. be really hard for me to be on camera for the Super Bowl. Like that, that would be a lot. Uh, Especially <laughs> with all your food, you'd, you'd be stuffing your face the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd be like just <laughs> mumbling with food and stuff. But and not more, not more than I mumbled already. That's been twenty-one questions. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. You can subscribe to the KCSN Substack and get your questions answered on this show as well. We appreciate you, and we'll catch you later. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN, covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.